What's up, guys? This is John Stacy here, your host of Thick, Strong, and Awkward, the podcast. Today, I've got a special one for you with Rob Kearney, World's Strongest Gay. Uh, just took fifth place at the uh, Rogue Invitational. It was a really savage lineup, and he did exceptional for his uh, really big... I know he's competed a little bit, but his big comeback uh, into Strongman since his tricep rupture. Uh, really looking forward to this one all week, so I was happy to sit down and get to talk shop with him over the new changes he's implementing as the new Strongman Corporation CEO. Uh, we talk about you know shell lineups, um, ease of access into a new app that they're going to put out there, and what that entails as far as with your Strongman membership, all the new bonuses that you're going to get with it besides just the right to compete. Uh, and then we talk about weight classes and some changes coming there, and uh, basically everything strongman corp that you can look forward to coming in 2022 2023 uh without further ado i'll let him tell you all about it here we go yo what's up buddy not much what's going on man uh, just, uh, hanging out in DC, uh, Rachel's competing later today. So do you guys like, are you just like uh gypsies now and just travel nonstop? Like, or do you actually have a home? <laughs> uh, we have a home in Dallas. Yeah. But we do travel, travel. pretty much every me? weekend. Uh, yeah. You're breaking up pretty bad. All right. Am I good? Can you hear me at all? Yeah, yeah, you're good there. How's, right, uh, how's, how's everything been? Yeah, you're good. How's everything been since you moved back home? It's been awesome, man. I mean, it's, um, you know, well, Washington was awesome. You know, like we never got to that place where it kind of, it never really felt like home. Yeah. You know, um, and, you know, I think it was Joey dealt with some really shitty homophobia um where i literally quit his job on the spot because of it uh you know and then i got cancer quickly right after that so like with those two things happening it was like you know this this might be a sign for us to to move back home and and be with friends and family so ever since then it's been great you know like like everything has fallen into place really well um you know it's it just feels nice to be somewhere that's you know familiar uh, going through my whole cancer thing, you know, being close to family and friends is a lot easier. And then, mm-hmm. you know, why not move across the country and pick up a business to start running? Yeah. Yeah. How, uh, how did you like line into, how long has that been in the works? I don't even know. <laughs> so, you know, in terms of strongman corporation, I, I don't think like it's decently well known that Deanna's kind of wanted to sell for a while now. Right but hasn't really found the right person to go to go with. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the offers she's gotten has just been, you know, Hey, we want to take the company and then you're gone and you're out. We'll run it from there. And myself and my business partner, Rod approached her like, listen, like you're the knowledge that she's gained over the past 24 years is completely invaluable. So we want you to stay on board. So Mm -hmm. as of right now, the way it looks with the company is we are in a six, if six-ish month transition period, uh, where the three of us are equal partners in the company. Once the company grows to a point where Dion feels comfortable enough, she'll be stepping away from the from the day-to-day. Rod and I will be taking over full control of the company. 
but Dion is going to be staying involved indefinitely um, as an advisor, um, you know, to the company to just give us guidance on everything. Right. Because they're, well, six months, six months isn't a long time, you know, to learn 24 years of experience that she has in this business. Um, You know, so right now our main focus, this is the Arnold coming up in March. We're only about four and a half months away from that. So that's really where a lot of our focus is um, along with just growing the sport. And our main goal right now is bringing some membership incentives and, you know, to give strongman corporation members something back for their membership. So just recently this week, we launched two new membership options. So we have the $77 for the year long membership. We now have a three-year membership that's uh, $225, and then a lifetime membership that's $800. Oh, wow. um, you know, and so with all of those things, now the $225 may seem a little bit skewed, but paying for that three-year membership now makes sense because come 2023, we're going to be seeing a price increase to our yearly membership costs right. because of all the value-added benefit that we're bringing with the membership. Mm-hmm. So sorry about that. Just. I can, I can hear you. So that's good enough. <laughs> um, so we're trying to do a lot of really cool things for the company. Um, and with the hopes of that would be increasing membership retention, increasing membership numbers, which is all going to feed back to the athlete in bigger, better opportunities for all weight classes. What, uh, so you said added benefits for your membership. What I saw a little bit of one of the podcasts you were talking about, uh, programming or something like that. What, uh, what all are the added benefits you guys are looking at? I'm sure some of it's in development still, but. Yeah. So we're, we're going to be launching these, um, in early 2022, we have, um, a programming based app that's coming out, um, hopefully within the next four weeks, actually, where it's going to be programs put up by multiple pro strongman athletes, uh, men and women. And what you're going to get is, you know, you'll get whatever program that athlete wants to put up, but you're also going to get the video tutorial of each exercise and how to perform them correctly uh, with every exercise that they program. And then along with it, we're working with a company called Playbook for this. So it is going to be a strongman corporation app within the Playbook family. So the cool thing is if you buy the app for through Strongman Corporation, you actually get access to every content creator that is on their platform. So not only do you get all the programs that Strongman Corporation athletes are giving you, you actually can go to, you know, there's this guy, Devin Levesque, who's a friend of mine, who bear crawled the New York City Marathon, and now he's training to climb the highest peak on every single continent in the, in the world. Um he puts up daily workouts. So like if you wanted to do something crazy and just crush yourself, you can go to his program and do one of his workouts. So it's really cool because not only are you going to get strongman programming from the top strongman athlete, you can also step out of your comfort zone. If you, you know, say, you know, I mean, Hey, we all, it's the holidays, right? So we all plan on gaining about 20 pounds between now and January. Uh, so if you're like, well, I became a fat ass, I need to lose some weight. You know, you could do a lot of these other content creators will put up, you know, like a four week shred program, stuff like that. So buying, so you're not only getting the strongman stuff, you're getting everything else included. Um, along with just the app, we're looking at actually some health insurance options for our members. 
um, that are only going to be available through Strongman Corporation. Um, so the the full health insurance plan we're we're battling with a little bit, but we are mm-hmm. making really good headway. Um, we're also looking at having an accidental injury insurance that, a, that we're building a policy specifically for strongman athletes. So while these aren't going to be technically included in the cost, the option to purchase these um, are only going to be available with a strongman corporation membership. Right. So the accidental injury insurance, I think we have priced out is only about eight ninety nine or nine ninety nine a month. If you purchase this policy, it'll cover up to $25,000 of an injury that is sustained during training or competition. That's great. Wow. Um, so these are all kind of the things that we're looking into. We're also looking, we're chatting with Nathan Payton, and we're actually talking to a meal service company to make Strongman Corporation pre-made meals. Okay. Um, again, you know, those are going to be available. Those will be available to everybody but they'll be available at a discount to strongman corporation members. Right. So again, while we're, we're trying to make a strongman corporation membership worth a little bit more than you just paying a membership to get the right to now compete at our events. Mm -hmm. I got you. Yeah. And then pay to compete and everything else. Yeah. No, that sounds great. What, uh, when you said the app's going to be available potentially in the next like four weeks. Yeah, we're hoping to launch mid-December. We're currently building it out, uh, getting content from all the different athletes and making it all ready to launch before Christmas. Okay. Okay, cool. So it's going to be, not to spark a bunch of competition here, but it's going to be similar to what Strength Lead is doing, but with an app and it's going to be uh, in conjunction with potentially health insurance and all these other things. Gotcha. Exactly. Um, yeah, so so with that... Um, you know, and then price point on the app itself is going to be fourteen ninety nine a month, um, which is you know pretty great. So to be able to get you know say a, a log press program for me, um, you know, or one of or you know another program from one of the other athletes we're going to be working with, um, you know, it's it's a really great option for people if you can't afford the hundred and fifty dollars a month for a coach to one on one stuff. Um, you know, you can have access to this app that, like I said, is going to give you video examples of how to perform each movement correctly. Gotcha. And where did Rod come into all of this? Where did you meet him? So, yeah. So Rod approached me uh, about 11, 10, 11 months ago. And it was honestly through an Instagram message that said, you know, he, so his whole backstory he was approached by his son. His son is 16 years old. He's like six foot three, about 210 pounds. So pretty big, big kid. And he yeah. said, dad, you know, I, I want to be the world's strongest man. I want to be a professional strongman." And Rod's first reaction was, oh shit, you're going to be broke. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. <laughs> Reasonable. Yeah. So he contacted me after starting a, a company that's actually not even related to what we're doing right now. Because he was looking at what kind of market could he get into in terms of business to make Strongman a viable option for his son to do as a career. Um, Rod is, he's a businessman uh, at the end of the day, right? He was working in HVAC. uh, He's worked in construction and roofing. um, So he's worked in a lot of different arenas. So he knows how to run a business. And as we were talking about the initial business venture, 
he was learning more about strongman and kind of realizing that the sport is kind of missing the boat in terms of gaining mainstream attention, mainstream, you know, acknowledgement and getting real big money behind what we're doing. So we kind of started brainstorming and initially we had these really lofty goals of working from the top down, trying to get these crazy money investors, which to be fair, we are still working on um, and have made great headway and there's still a lot of potential to do that. But we were then put in touch with Dion um, about, you know, the possible acquisition about Strongman Corporation. And this was about a couple of months ago when the conversations first began and after proposing to Dion what our goals were for the company, where we could see it going, the you know expertise we both bring to to what Strongman Corporation is now, um, you know she was fortunate enough to give us the opportunity to take over. That's exciting! Wow, that's a fast turnaround too. Only a couple of months that that took to get get moving on. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Dion Dion's been approached multiple times about purchasing the company, um, and it, you know, and not everything always lined up for her in order to feel comfortable enough to step away and sell it to somebody else. So, with the agreement that we've put together, with her staying on board for six months in a full time capacity during this transition period, and then indefinitely as a consultant and advisor. Uh, it made her, it put her at ease, right? Because she's mm-hmm. been, she's been involved with this company for 24 years. It literally is her baby. And for these other people that wanted to come in and take it, they just wanted to cut the ties loose and, and shove her to the side right afterwards. And like I said, you know, with 24 years of experience, that's really hard to replace. So having her on board and on our side for however long she wants is really going to benefit both us as the business owners now and the company in general. Yeah. Yeah. And anybody that knows the history of uh, Strongman Corp in USS back when it was NAS uh, knows, you know, that's Dion's baby. She wasn't letting it go without without some extra. So, Oh, no, absolutely. I mean, that's the thing is, you know, Dion was at my first the first uh, Strongman Corporal NAS show I ever did was Team Nationals back in 2009. And she oh, was wow. there. Um you know, when I was a 17-year-old chubby, unathletic kid that just decided to throw some shit around. Uh, you know, so now to be in business with her is just, it's really exciting and a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really exciting. What uh, have you guys thought about, because I know there's a lot of argument about there being like too many federations and like groups and strongman and stuff. Have you guys thought about, and I, I'm sure maybe you have uh, joining forces with either like USS or like SCL or uh, I know I, I remember hearing on the podcast with, I don't remember the guy's name, but you were talking about having to deal with wuss um, or even like strengthly with what they've got going on. What? Uh... So what we have worked out right now is with world's ultimate strongman, the winner of America's strongest man and America's strongest woman are going to get contracts to compete with wuss. Oh, okay. Right. So this is something again, like we're trying to elevate at every level. So in terms of, you know, up until this coming year, America's strongest man, the title has kind of been watered down. Right. Um, which is horrible to say, because I competed as a 105 at ASM. Um, and, you know, if you think back to like the mid 2000s, when Chad Coy and Phil Fister, Derek Poundstone, Travis Ortmeyer, Dave Ostland, all these studs of the sport were fighting for this title it meant something back then and that's what we want to bring back 
to the title. So not only putting on a really great show with um, some potentially big prize money, um, we want to be able to give our American pros the opportunity to also compete at that next level. And, you know, when talking to Don and Mark at Wuss, they were super excited about us, you know, wanting to look to them to help them out um, and give them a bigger athlete pool and help promoting their events as well. You know, and then in terms of stuff that's going on in the lower weight classes, you know, I, I have a plan of kind of restructuring what the weight classes are. So in terms of strongman corporation, I'm not going to go saying it just yet. Um, but the, the weight classes are going to look a little different come 2023 in order to a little bit, there's not going to be as many, there's not going to be subclasses. Um, so making, you know, certain weight classes that are going to be around, uh, I think it's just going to make for better competition. We're going to have a new system in terms of qualifying for nationals. I want a, a smaller pool of athletes at nationals to make it really competitive because I feel a national championship is something to honor and something to be really proud of. And, you know, with the current way that both amateur organizations currently run it, whether it's Army Corporation or USS, um, I think having between three and 600 mem- athletes at nationals shouldn't happen. Um, you know, and this isn't a slight to the athletes that go to nationals. You know, you qualify, you earn that right and the current system that it is. But if, you know, a third or more of the athletes to nationals are zeroing an event, the chances are they probably shouldn't be at a national championship. That statement is probably going to cause a shit through controversy, but it's the truth, right? Because at the national championship, we want to find the best of the best. Um, and that's, that's really where my mind takes me in terms of what this, what the year 2023 is going to look like. And I will say complete transparency. All of this information is going to be finalized by mid 2022. Um, and it will be made public by then as well. Cause I want everybody to have ample time to be able to adjust and plan for the future, uh, in what their plans and goals and aspirations are within strong man and strong woman for 2023. So this isn't going to be an announcement that I make in November or December <laughs> or 2023. Uh, yeah. My plan is by June or July to make all of this public in terms of what the weight classes are going to look like, what the qualification standards are going to be for nationals um, and the Arnold and really trying to elevate the level of the competition. Gotcha. Yeah. You, you glitched out for a quick second on one part. Um, you said you're changing up the weight classes. Were you saying that you are, and then something about subclasses, are you making the weight classes larger gaps or are you talking about making more legitimate weight classes throughout the. So there's going to be more legitimate. Yeah. More legitimate weight classes. um, And I want to get rid of subclasses. Okay. Right. So I don't want there to be, you know, the, the, the middleweight category with two or three weight classes underneath Mm -hmm. it. Right. I want it to just be middleweight. Right. Um, and all of these things. Now, here's the thing in full honesty, right? Like I've been removed from the lower weight class and amateur circuit of strongman for a few years now. So the beginning of 2022 is going to be a lot of me relearning what is going on. (laughs) Where are we seeing the most number of competitors in what weight classes are they falling? Um, where are we seeing these really strong performances? And getting a gauge on all that, you know, I have in my mind what I think is going to be the weight classes and where I see it going for 2023. 
but that could all completely change based on how 2022 goes. And, you know, I'm not set in stone, right? Like I welcome any conversations regarding this. Um, but at the end of the day, like I said, you know, when it comes to nationals, my goal for 2023 is to only have 80 athletes total. Wow. I like that. I like that. A lot. Right. So huge change, something people are not used to whatsoever, but you're also, you're going to have to work to get your spot at nationals. You know, it's not going to be winning an am winning a local show in February. And now you got your qualification for November or whenever nationals is, mm -hmm. and it gives you eight to 10 months to train for one show. Because at the end of the day, that doesn't make you a good strong man or strong woman. That makes you really good at like five or six events. <laughs> and when you, when you come to a national championship where you have to work and go through multiple qualifiers to get to it, I want to find the best, the most well-rounded and best athlete for our national champion. Um, you know, I think it's, you know, to be honest, this is, it's a very CrossFit like model, um, with where I see this going. But if you look at it, the people that win the CrossFit games are, that are constantly at the top are the most well-rounded athletes. And that's Absolutely. what I want to yeah. find in strongman. You know, I don't want to find the person that's just good at these five events that get announced. I want to find somebody that's going to be good at everything we throw at them. Yeah, absolutely. I think nationals has been just oversaturated for forever. It's it, it makes it not enjoyable to go or to try and watch if you have friends doing it. Um, are you? Yeah. I know there was rumor there was rumors going around. Um, you're looking to implement like a regional system then to like increase the like you have to qualify for regionals and then go on. And I'm sure there's a lot of details to work out, but. So the way I see it in my head is you win a local show that qualifies you for your state championship. Oh, state um, champs. Okay. And then a certain number from the state championships go to sectionals. A certain number from sectionals go to regionals. Regionals qualifies you for nationals. Right. Okay. So it's going to be like a three to four show process to qualify for nationals. That being said, we're looking at this from a business standpoint in terms of, okay, we understand that that is that's going to be that's going to mean that athletes have to compete more often to get to nationals. Um, so we're looking at from a strategic standpoint, how do we monetize sectionals and regionals to make people want to go to these shows? Another thing we're doing is we're talking to state reps on a regular basis in terms of how do we monetize even the local shows to you know okay, say you know somebody wins Connecticut Strongest Man. Well, if we can get the winners of each class, you know, maybe 500 bucks, you know, to, and help the state rep raise that kind of money, that's what we're here for, right? So right now, I'm hoping my goal is by the beginning of 2022 that we're going to actually have a Strongman Corporation contest guidebook, which is going to be set standards of what our expectations are for our competitions at every level, whether it's local, nationals, or pro. Um and within that, it's going to be, you know, how to how to choose weights for your competition. You know, what is ridiculous and what is, you know, more uh, accepted in terms of what these athletes should be doing. Um, and another part of that is going to be a fundraising piece in terms of how to how do we help the promoters, help the state reps and help the athletes make money at every level of the sport. Yeah, there's a lot of local level promoters that are passionate about strongman and want to put on shows and give, you know, a great show to their gym goers or, you know, just local people that compete or whatever, um, but 
aren't necessarily salesmen or, you know, don't know how to go and get uh, promotions or sponsors or anything like that. So that's, that's great to have a guide for that. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's going to be at, at the beginning of it, right. It's going to be, you know, just this, this book and it's take these tools, use them how you want. But at the end of the day, we're also here to help you do that. Um, You know, we, we've already had some great conversation with state reps all over the country in terms of helping them build up their shows and giving them support in any way we can. And we want to continue that moving forward to really be a resource that everybody can reach out to, whether it's, you know, state reps and promoters reaching out to Rod in terms of how to raise money for their show or athletes and state reps reaching out to me in terms of how to best run a competition and what's going on during the shows. Um, so we're really excited to be like, to be able to have these open lines of communication with everybody in the sport, regardless of your level. Awesome. Uh, what, with, with the new revamp of classes in 2023, how is that going to affect the current pro card owners? So that's all stuff we are, uh, I will say like, we're not going to be stripping pro cards from anybody, right? right? Like pro card will automatically be grandfathered in come mm-hmm. 2023. Um, and this is all stuff we're looking at this year. Like I said, you know, the first half of 2022 is going to be me learning really where are these classes falling? Like what's, where's the money going to go? Who's bringing in a lot of athletes? Who's, who, who's watching what, you know, there's, there's a lot to, to, to dissect in terms of where I see the sport going and making strategic changes um, to make it possible. So, you know, I, like I said, you know, it's, it's hard to, to really say one way or another, but in terms of like pro cards right now, nothing's going to be erased. Uh, come 2023 and everything will be, um, you know, it'll be grandfathered in moving forward. Okay. Yeah. I think there's just, there's probably a lot of pros hearing that, that are wondering, like, are they going to be going up in a weight class down in a weight class? Is it going to be, you know, a lateral movement? It'll be interesting. I'm curious where all that falls. Yeah. And like I said, you know, I have a, I'm, I'm hoping we can actually announce the weight classes and stuff like that before 2023 or before June of 2022. Um, that's something that myself, Dion and Rod are going to be talking about, because like I said, I'd like, I want people to know what they're in for come the Mm -hmm. following year. Like I said, I have a really good idea. Have to look at some data and metrics first. Um, but as long as everything kind of falls in line with where my thought process is at, we should be able to release that information within the next couple of months. Awesome. Um, what's is the plan for prize money wise? I know obviously the whole thing prize money is going to be based on promotion and what you get. Is it going to be uh, equal across the board, men, women, weight classes, whatever, or is it going to be like you said, where you're looking at the stats of who brings in viewership? So I will say it'll be equal men and women, uh, weight classes, probably not. Um, and that is simply from a marketing standpoint, right? When you're Mm -hmm. dealing with sponsors, they can dictate where their money wants to go. And, you know, in terms of that is one thing we're going to be really working hard to do is how, how do we market all of the classes equally to give the best opportunity for everybody? Um, So, you know, I will say, you know, the opens are probably going to be getting a a bigger prize pot, um, but the prize pot will be equal for the open men and open women. Right. So there's not going to be a disparity there. And same thing for the lower weight classes. You know, while they might not see a big prize pot like the Opens are, the men and women will be getting the same payout across the board in each weight class. 
Okay. Makes sense. Yeah, I'm sure there's there's going to be a lot of moving targets trying to figure out moving forward, especially as you change weight classes and stuff too, and who's going to be watching and, you know, who's going to want to sponsor what. Exactly. And and that's something, again, like the beginning of this year is going to be all learning and getting stuff figured out um, to make sure that we're, we're doing it right for everybody across the board. Uh, and then as far as, especially local comps, I know pro shows are going to be a little bit different, but for local comps and regionals and stuff like that, are you looking at joining? I've noticed more so recently, like iron podium where everything's kind of in a, you can search your area. You can search for specific dates. Strongman Corp website's always been a little, uh, hit or miss on if you're looking for a show or where, um, is there a plan to switch over to something like iron podium in one nice spot? We are completely restructuring the entire website. Um, kind of really rebuilding it from the ground up. Um, and all that stuff will be made live again. Like it is kind of a pain in the ass. Um, (laughs) but in terms of tech and stuff like that within the next, our goal is within the next four to six weeks, we'll have a brand new website up, uh, for everybody to be able to search nice and easy. We've already dumped a lot of money into it on the back end so far. Um, but in terms of payment options and how you pay for memberships, all that stuff. We're working on getting that done um, really quickly. Okay. And then uh, obviously, like, I don't know if you've listened to this podcast, but it's a lot of strength lead athletes and going to the clash competitions and whatnot, because that's what's been going on. Um, Obviously uh, taking what strength lead has done with their, uh, program online option and their membership fees to kind of assist with people that can't afford a coach and running with it by adding an app and all these other things. Are you looking at potentially splitting up classes as well? Like what they've done with the one Oh fives in order to maybe make bigger shows for specific classes, or is that going to be based on again, revenue and things like that as you move forward? It's a lot going to be based on the revenue. And, and again, like looking at data and metrics, like we're trying to do targeted um, things that are going to be best for the company moving forward while also building up each class, right? So there's there's a lot of thought that goes behind it in terms of just kind of making a knee-jerk reaction um, in terms of, like, because I want to be able to build Hold up on everybody. Second, sorry. sorry, I'm podcasting. <laughs> sorry about that, Rob. No, you're good. We're, in a, uh, um, we're sharing an Airbnb with a bunch of bikini girls. So. <laughs> Sounds miserable to me. Yeah, yeah, horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, we're just trying to make sure that we're making the best decision for both the company and the athletes moving forward. There are a lot of changes I would like to make, like right off the top of my head, to go and like just say to do all these things, but having to try to take a step back and really analyze where we're at as a sport, where we're at as a company and where can we put our resources most effectively to be able to push everybody forward is something we're doing right now. Um, I will say there's going to be opportunities for all weight classes uh, this coming year. Uh, We're just working out logistics in terms of what kind of shows do we want to put on um, and, and moving forward with that. And, and honestly, another thing is like, how do we finance these shows and, and get the money behind them as well? Because we don't want to, I don't want to, you know, here's the thing in coming into this company, my reputation is also on the line as an athlete and a promoter. 
Um, and I'm not going to do anything to tarnish that. I, you know, I like to think that I have a pretty decent reputation in this sport and I'd like to uphold that, uh, especially as now one of the owners of Strongman Corporation. So I don't want to come out here spewing promises I can't keep. And, I, you know, I really want to wait until, you know, we have the money in the bank account and things are secured before we announce all the changes we want to make. And I will say there are a ton. Yeah, sounds like it. Sounds like you're, you got a steep hill to climb here, but uh, you got some good ideas, I think. I'm, I'm excited for it, especially your national change. I mean, that's been an issue yeah. for years. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm really excited to elevate the level of competition at every single class um, in order to give, you know, more competition uh, and more exposure to, to each of the athletes, right? Because if there's only 10 people in a weight class at nationals, well, those 10 people are going to get the spotlight put on them. You know, you're not going to be overshadowed by 45 people in your weight class. So really trying to give each athlete the exposure that they deserve is something we're really passionate about as well. Yeah, that's awesome. I really like that. Uh, do you have, I know you said you're still planning on the Arnold in March. Are there any details you can give me about that? A lot of people have been asking what's going on with the Arnold since the last couple of years. It's been interesting. The only thing I can really say right now is the Arnold is happening. Okay. Um, we are hoping to announce more details within the next couple of weeks. I will say from a promoter standpoint, I give Dion so much credit because um, I'm realizing what it takes to put on a show like this. And we are at the mercy of a lot of other moving parts before we can set what we want to do. So we are currently waiting for a lot of other people to finalize their part of the weekend before we can even really begin to implement what our schedule is going to be. Um, and that's what we're kind of at the mercy of right now. But it is happening. The Arnold will be going on in March of 2022, like it always has. Uh, you know, we've missed it the past couple of years, but it, it's going to be back on full force in March. And I'm assuming it's still planned for Ohio as of right now. Yep. Columbus first weekend in March, just like it always historically has been. Okay. Awesome. Uh, is there any plan moving forward to assist athletes with gaining sponsorships to help offset competition costs? So indirectly, yes, I guess is the best answer, right? Okay. So our hope again, like we've learned a lot from CrossFit and what they did so successfully is, sure. you know, expanding the sport to a new group of people to getting more eyes on the sport. And by us doing that, we're hoping again, with having a smaller competitive field at nationals, um, more higher level competitions throughout the country, it's going to bring more opportunities for athletes to gain sponsorships. Are we going to be directly involved with those? Not necessarily, simply because um, it would just be too much, right? Like with everything we want and have going on, it would just be a little bit too difficult for us to manage individual athlete sponsorships as well. However, with where we see the sport going in terms of bringing new types of sponsors because i think the problem with strongman is at every bigger show you see you see the same four or five sponsors at every single contest yeah. right like you always yeah, you see Cerberus, SPD. yeah you know it, it's the same people over and over again and what we're doing is we're looking at this and saying okay where are we missing the mark where can we bring in some really big big bigger companies than what the sport already knows 
And uh, with that, we're hoping, you know, that the athletes learn to kind of market themselves with the platform we're, we're going to be giving them in terms of these competitions. Copy. Yeah, there, I mean, it, it falls on everybody a little bit and more so the athletes, if they're going to be the ones benefiting from such sponsorships. But that's been a big question just with the, the lack of companies that are willing to sponsor Strongman. It's been it's been tough. Yeah. And like I said, with the, with the growth that we're pushing for and our, and our goals and, and kind of the metrics and where we see the company growing to, we're hoping it brings a new type of like different types of companies that haven't normally been seen in the strongman space and show them that there is value in working with this sport. Absolutely. Um, in terms of, I mean, obviously, like you said, you've, you've been, you've learned from CrossFit and, you know, strengthly with the ideas and, you know, wuss with some of the ideas, like you're taking all these ideas and running with them and making it, you know, better for strongman corp and strongman athletes. Is there any idea as far as, cause I know wuss was talking about the world's strongest medley that they were going to do with the one Oh fives earlier this year. And then that got canceled. Um, and then CrossFit with the way that they work with like more of a, like Coliseum event environment with everybody out on the field and stuff. Is there an idea to move forward with something like that? That's a little bit more watchable for people at home. Or are you looking like, are we going to stick with like, I mean, how much do you want to change strongman to where it's not strongman? Right. But it's, it's kind of fighting that yeah. battle of what do people so want to watch? At the core of the sport, we're not going to be changing. Like the two things that I hold most, you know, at the, on the highest pedestal is the community and the integrity of the sport. Right. And none, none of those are going to change. That being said, the sport does have to change if we want to see it grow past what it has been known as for the past 20 years. Absolutely. And I think where our mind goes is strongman. There's two companies like, right. So you have giants live and wuss that, they both have very different business models and they're both extremely successful in their lanes, right? Like Giants Live, they rely heavily on in-person ticket sales and arena shows. Wuss relies heavily more on the live stream and sponsorship revenue to, in order to propel their um, each of their organizations. We want to find a middle ground in between the both of them, right? So bringing in those big ad revenue and sponsorship dollars, but also putting on a really amazing show in person that people want to watch and I think if we can find that balance, it's just going to make things explode in terms of, you know, having an exciting event on the floor. You know, I will say my vision for, for this sport is when we have a pro show for, so for ASM, our plan is to have four athletes on the floor at a time, uh, but it's going to be two men and two women both going head to head on every single event. Oh, right. So you're going to okay. have the men and women on the floor at the same time uh, competing in the event. And, you know, that's where I see, you know, nonstop action that's going to be keeping people engaged into what's going on in the competition floor. Uh, so, you know, kind of, again, we don't want to reinvent the sport. We want to reimagine it to make it more excitable for the average viewer. Awesome. Yeah, I think I think that's a great idea. I mean, you run into so many issues logistically with weights and other things versus CrossFit. Uh, when you're talking strongman, having, you know, 30, 40 people out there at one time, I think, I think four plus is probably ideal. And that, that would be great. Yeah. yeah. And the, the men versus or the men and women at the same time thing will be interesting. 
you know, we did it at the Rainier Classic uh, for the pros, mm-hmm. yep. and it worked out really well. It was really exciting because while the men were going head to head, it was like a tennis match, right? Like you're bobbing between the two to see what the hell's yep. going on. Like who's still pressing? Who's taking a break? Okay, like the girls are going head to head. One guy's taking. It was nonstop, and that was really really fun for the viewers, whether it was on a live stream mm-hmm. or in person. So I think bringing that and you know, again, competition breeds growth. So when you're going head to head everybody against against somebody every single event, you're going to want to work harder to really push yourself and and you know get get a really great performance. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's uh, I think more head to head stuff needs to happen. I know at a local level it's very difficult, like I just said, with the uh, logistics of equipment and such. But uh, it definitely makes it a more exciting competition. And the Rainier went off without a hitch. That was that was a great show to watch. Um, yeah. It was fast. You know, you weren't waiting around all day for stuff. It was great. John, I will say I do have to hop off here. Um, I'm yeah. sorry to cut it a little bit short. Um, okay. I have another call coming up now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No worries. Boss. It never ends, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're a busy man now. You got a whole new job title. It's a lot of fun, though. Thank you so much for having me on, dude. It was good catching up. Yeah, I appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Later.